leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, we've got on the line, as I mentioned, a brand reputation management advisor at Don Valley Management, Mr. Soli Moeng. Good evening, sir, and thanks again for being able to speak to us here on SAFM. Yeah, good evening, and to your listeners. Um, I just want to get your thoughts firstly. Just the statement, it says that uh, they've released a statement because of the media controversy surrounding Yeben has been felt in their stores. In your opinion, Mr. Moeng, what do you think this means? What would they have felt in their stores? Look, I've seen the statement. I think it's a balanced statement. They had to, all brands have to be mindful of the sentiments of their of their stakeholders, and clearly, stake um, Toyota Sports came under pressure from its stakeholders who, who felt that it wasn't doing anything. It was being it was sitting on the fence on in as far as this matter is concerned. But they also needed to come out and say, look, we are quite aware that there has not been any proper debate or res, uh, resolve to this matter. There's still a discussion to be had. There's, these are just allegations against this man, and we're also mindful that this man is, you know, is is, is preparing to to play, to play in a very important uh, match for South Africa. So they, they they're really trying to 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 be mindful of all perspectives on this matter. But they needed to come out. They couldn't just continue ignoring uh, the calls from there from there. And, and I'm also happy to say, I'm happy that they said, look, this is not permanent. We we're really just doing this, and we're not making any assumptions that this man is guilty of the things that he's being accused of, which is a good way, a good thing to say. So you think there was pressure from their customers or there could have been complaints? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, they do say that they've come under pressure. Mm. People are beginning to say they're not going to be uh, supporting the brand if they continue sitting on the fence on the thing. And then, you know, when the more this kind of pressure continues, the more brands, brands have to be mindful of the sentiments of their, of their customers. Otherwise, then you know, then it doesn't work. Then they they lose support. They lose uh, the money they they make out of uh, promotions and you know other commercialization uh, activities. So they have they, they really have to respond to the pressure that said let's do something. Mm-hmm. And and as I say, I'm very happy that they didn't do anything definite. They don't say we don't want to hear about this guy anymore or we believe the allegations against him. They're saying we're quite mindful that. A, a debate it still, ha- it still has to be heard about this. This mystery that is ongoing, mm. but we have we cannot sit and pretend that nothing is going on. The other argument, though, is that um, they're saying that they're not taking sides or passing judgment, but some people are saying because they are removing the posters, they've already picked pick, picked a side. Well, no, I, I wouldn't say that. If, if they had to remove the, the posters without explaining, as they have in their statement, one would then easily. Uh, say accuse them of taking sides, but they're not because they're saying that we we're quite aware that this matter is still going to be sorted out. We're quite aware uh, we're not saying we're not saying this man is guilty or not of of what he's being accused of, but we have to be responsive to the sentiments, to the strong calls by our our stakeholders that we cannot uh, continue sitting on the fence. So that it's not fair on social sports to say that they they have taken a side. They haven't taken a side. They would have taken a side had they not. Uh, they simply just remove the posters and said nothing. Uh, what about the timing, Mr. Mueng? Because uh, the other other people are saying their timing is off here. The World Cup final is just uh, four days away. Mm. It's a difficult matter. There's no doubt. Look, race is a big issue in South Africa. This is this is uh, our weakest link in South Africa. Our weakest point in South Africa. So you, when somebody comes up to accuse somebody, especially the white person of racism, uh, it's you cannot say, wait a minute, hold on to your pain while 
this man is doing something for the country. You cannot do that because you have to be seen to be mindful of the pain, assuming that obviously the allegations are true. You have to be empathetic towards the person who's complaining. But at the same time, you have to 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 say, well, you know, there's a bigger thing at play here. Let let's be let's tread with uh, carefully and, and not just throw ourselves all weight into the into the affair. And this is what they've done. Okay, we've got a voice note that's come through on WhatsApp on oh six one four one zero four one zero seven. Let's go to that. Uh, very good evening to you. With the issue of Pizza Masimana, Pizza Masimana cannot take defeat. If you see in every game he's lost, he's always blamed it on somebody else besides his players and his technical abilities. Number two, with the story of Eben, why are we making it into a mountain with the Rugby World Cup so close? The Springbok team needs us South Africans as the 12th player. This is what we should be doing. We should be united and they could have taken action after the World Cup is over. Go Springboks, do us proud, bring the trophy back home. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thanks for that. I think it's got... A good evening. Uh, thanks for that voice note. I think it talks to just what we touched on before we went to that voice note about uh, the right. timing, Mr. Uh, Solimueng, because some people are saying it's an opportunistic move uh, and they're trying to get sympathy or from, the, from the majority or from the public. Look, we haven't seen these people ask for money or for anything. Look, suppose, suppose this man were accused of rape. Okay, would you say to the victim of alleged rape, please wait for this man to finish his game and then we'll, we'll come and focus on you? So, so ra- being treated in a racist manner is a really painful thing. And most of us know what it feels like to be badly treated because of the, on the basis of the color of your skin. So we cannot afford to, 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 to say to people, please put your pain aside. But at the same time, we have to hope that the people who are involved, who are at the receiving end, who are alleged to have been at the receiving end of what happened, to be the ones who come forward to say, you know what, um, we're prepared to let this guy do this for the country. The things you can't force them to stand aside. And I think it's insensitive of those people who... Who are saying that these guys are being opportunistic? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know that, right? The thing is an allegation. It's out there. These people have been persistent, but you can't ignore race because of the history of this country. But at the same time, you can't force people uh, to put their pain aside so that a, a, a football match or a rugby match can be played. It's insensitive. It's a very difficult balancing act for any brand. But I think that in this, in the way they acted, I think uh, social sport did the right thing. Is there merit to ask why did they not act before the tournament? Because this incident was there before the team even left for Japan. Why have they le- left it so late? Well, you know, brands have to be to be to be, to, to, to read the sentiment. Sometimes you don't want to jump too early. You know, you know, you have to be. Because had they jumped too early and it turned out that there was no truth to this thing, they would we would be having this conversation from a different angle, right? So, so they they probably thought this will. This will will go away, and I can, I must tell you this. That I saw the in uh, and I, I saw on social media a, a an interview of a gentleman who was accusing uh, Ebenet of of of, of mm. racism, and he was saying, "Well, we want him to bring the World Cup to South Africa. Let's let's give him a chance." It, it, mm. But it's a social media post, and I, I have that interview somewhere. So the thing it's a very difficult one. We can't. We who are outsiders, we cannot force the person who felt the pain and tell them how to deal with the pain. We 
cry over that all the time. We're saying others who are not at the receiving end of apartheid or racism cannot tell us how what is racism, what is not racism. So who are we to tell somebody who says, look, I've been treated badly and I can, and started on the basis of, basis of my skin color. Like, who are we to say to that person, no, 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 just put it aside. It is There's something a lot more important of national importance that's happening. You can't do that. So you, as a brand, you have to be really careful. And you don't jump in too quickly. You have to read the sentiment every day. And if the, obviously the pressure was mounting, more and more people were coming up to say, guys, you can't continue sitting on the fence. So they needed to come out and do something. And they had to do it in a balanced way because these are still allegations, nothing proven. Can we read anything from their reaction? I mean, I've looked at their Facebook page. They've got 2,000 responses, six, over 600 shares. And if you look at the comments, it seems like it, it goes back to color. It seems like people are divided. I've seen a lot of white customers are now saying that they're going to boycott Total Sports. They're not going to uh, go there. Uh, while a few black customers are now supporting this decision. Is there anything we can read into that? Well, this is a hassle for you, isn't it? And this is the painful part of it. The thing is, people who've never been at the receiving end of, of crude racism uh, don't understand the pain that is felt by those who have been there. You know, people don't understand how painful it really is to be maltreated on the basis of your skin color. So it's not surprising that most of the people who are angry at Twitter Sport are not black people. It's really disappointing, though because it shows that we haven't gone as far as we should have in this country uh, to heal the wounds of the past, but also to grow levels of empathy on the part of those people who were beneficiaries uh, of the past system to understand that it was really, really painful. It was a really horrible place to go through. So when you see people sitting up and say, oh, come on, put your pain aside. You know, it's, like I said earlier, would you say that you're a rape victim? Would you say, oh, come on, just stand aside, okay? will come and clean you up after. You can't say that. So people underestimate the pain of racism. That is a problem. Okay, we've got another voice note here. Yeah, Tabisha. The Cape Crusaders, a.k.a. fake New Zealanders, are hard at work. I mean, first it was this suspicious nutritionist of Apuijanti that got him out of the World Cup. Then next was the the bomb squad plot now we have this ongoing urban case which i don't know why 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 now but i just hope the the boys will focus especially urban will focus and they will bring this country a cup which will make us all proud that's jordan from kuruman Okay, thanks for that, uh, Jordan from Kuruman. Uh, Mr. Solimu Wang, as we, as we wrap up now, I mean, I've read the reaction. Uh, you've seen some of the reaction. Do you think Total Sports would have anticipated this kind of reaction? Is it something that they would have prepared for? No, no. It doesn't look like they did anticipate it. I think that obviously the pressure on them was mounting slowly, gradually over the past uh, number of weeks. And maybe to the point where, it, 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 until it got to the point where they realized that they couldn't sit on the fence anymore, they couldn't. Uh, and you know, I'm sure that they, going by the statement, and I write these statements often for clients, I think that it, 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 I'm, I'm convinced that there's a team of people who sit, out, who sit down in a room and said, okay, how do we do this? What about this? What about that? So it, for me, it looks like a fairly balanced statement that was very well considered. Either way, on these things, you know, you, you can never be 100% bad. The fact is, 
some people are going to be unhappy, some people are going to be happy, uh, you, but you, you can't sit on the fence. When pressure is mounting, you have to make a stance, and, and, but you have to be able to explain your stance as a brand, knowing that some people will not be happy. And I think they've done that. There was never going to be a situation where everybody would be happy either way it went. So finally, um, as, a, as a brand reputation management advisor, would you say um, the statement has backfired or they should be held for taking a moral stand? No, 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 it hasn't backfired. I think that they should stick to their ground. It's a good statement. But what they should do is look at the, what happens. You know, they must uh, follow the development on the story. And if this man uh, gets proven to, to not have done what he's being accused of, they must put back the posters. You know, they must come back and say, you know, we were just wanting to give space to this process to reach it. It's like suspending somebody. You know, when somebody is accused of having done wrong, whether in government, in a company, you suspend them. You say, stay at home because we don't want you to be here while we investigate what happened. It's pretty much the same thing. So they suspended this man. They haven't burned him. They haven't fired him forever. They said, stay, stand aside because your presence in the room is creating a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Until this matter is sorted out, you need to stay out there. And I think it's the right way to go. It's a painful, it's a difficult one, especially given that we have you know, an important match coming up next, next week. Mm. But you can't, on the basis of that, put the pain of racism away. I mean, supposing that it's true, of course. Okay, we'll take the last voice note. That man is talking absolute crap. He's a racist, not us. Why is everything brought down to race? Okay, I don't know who that is because there's no face and there's no name. But if you want to talk about race, what do you mean by us? Maybe you can send us another voice note just to clarify what do you mean by us. Soli, I think is referring to you. Does it go back to what you're saying then that um, maybe uh, some people don't understand the seriousness of this matter or the sensitivity well, of it? Well, look, you gave me the numbers. You told me that you're receiving a lot of um, uh, yes, Twitter yes. or messages on social media. Yes. And by, by the look of things, most people who are unhappy with Total sports are white people. That's yeah, what I'm, no, I'm getting definitely. that from you. And most people who are happy with the stance too are white, are black people. Definitely, it's normal. This is not uncharacteristic of South Africa. Black people would uh, would uh, sympathize with somebody who says, "Look, I've been treated badly on the basis of racism." And white people in South Africa, unfortunately, and are we generalizing here? Of course, not everybody. Some mm. white people, many white people, tend not to understand the pain of of that kind of treatment. Okay, great stuff. Mr. Moeng, thank you very much for agreeing to, 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 to speak to us. We did want to speak to Total Sports, but thank you for coming through at the last minute for us. Okay, take care. Thank Bye. you. That's a brand a reputation management advisor at Don Valley Management, Mr. Uh, Soli I'm, I'm going to wait for that voice note. Whoever that was, that was saying not us. What do you mean by not us? Who is not us? Please don't be shy. Please don't be a coward. Come and identify yourself. I mean, you've hit out at our guest here. Uh, that was nice, but everybody's entitled to their opinion. But please let us clarify your statement also so we can... Um, we can have clarity here. There's also an SMS that says that Eben has not been found guilty and has not been has not been found guilty. So let us wait for the case. Then we can talk. Thanks. I think that's from Buzz. Maybe Buzz is referring then to Total Sports. Maybe they should have waited um, before they released their statement.
Anyway, we're still welcoming your voice notes. Keep them coming on 061-4104-107. You can SMS us on 41391. Uh, but we're going to change. Well, we're going to st- stick to rugby-related matters. We're actually going to get on the field uh, and now. And we're going to go all the way to England. And we're going to find out more about their team as we build up to Saturday's Rugby World Cup final between the Springboks and England in Yokohama. It uh, kicks off at 11 and uh, 10.30 build up from SABC it will be live on TV. There's been some wonderful reaction after the SABC announced that uh, they will be showing this match uh, live. And you heard in the news with Greg Host that Sia Kolis' father is on his way uh, to Japan, flying overseas for the first time to go and watch his boy. And hopefully he will bring back the Webb Ellis uh, Trophy. It will be a historic moment uh, for South African rugby indeed. And uh, so after the break, we're going to go to the UK then. SFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Talking about Twitter, uh, Matimu Wagashi Gombe says that Total Sports, it was about damn time, uh, better late than never. Uh, Noel Crowey says, well done, Total Sports. He even gets the boot from Total Sports since SA Rugby kicked for touch. Uh, Tami says, for those that say Total Sports have picked a side, you're damn right, they've picked a side. They've picked the side of not turning a blind eye to the reality of racism, abuse and power. It's always right to stand in solidarity with uh, the victim. Tim and Zico Smith says Makai Antini didn't go to the World Cup because of an alleged rape. Why Why was Eben allowed to fly uh, to Japan? And if you are on Facebook, do yourself a favor and go to the Total Sports page on Facebook and just read the comments there, guys. It will show you that. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we, we, we are where we, we think we are as a country. I'll play the last voice note before we go over to the UK to speak to Dan Schofield about England's rugby team that will face the box in the final. I think Total Sports should sign up your guest tomorrow on a long-term contract to handle all their PRO from now on. Because <clears throat> um, in spite of the fact that I did feel uh the injustices of the past i thought total sport dropped the ball on their timing um and nothing to do with race uh they should have either pulled it when this when 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 it started when the whole thing came out they should have pulled it and said we're waiting for the outcome or they should have just done nothing about it but after having listened to your guest he puts it across in such a way that you understand uh, um, you understand the thinking from a business point of view and from a social point of view um, he's a true gentleman and uh, <laughs> he's his total sports actually owe him after what he had to say tonight Hey, thanks for that voice note. I'm glad we could help. I'll read you one of the comments on Facebook from Cheryl Ackerman, who says, You wanted all your customers to feel comfortable in your stores. Which customers? Total Sports. The minority will complain about this poster. That's the reason you buckled and removed his poster. Doesn't matter how many ways you spin the story. And then Anna Maria says, Cheryl Ackerman, I don't believe customers complained. They're just blaming the customers as an excuse uh, for their decision there. And... Um, Somebody else says, imagine the egg on their faces when the case is dismissed purely because there was no case. And then Eben Masu, all the parties were instrumental in publicly humiliating him and ultimately attempting to tarnish his reputation. 
are you then also not ju- not jumping to conclusions with that statement but let's move on let's focus on the field matters but keep those voice notes coming through uh we'll we'll play them when we get time later on the show but we have to go all over now uh to england that's where we find dan scorfield a rugby writer for the telegraph uh dan good evening thank you very much for finding the time to speak to us here in south africa ahead of the final no problem how are you we're fine, thanks, Dan. We'd like to just get a perspective from that side. I mean, what were the expectations on this England team before the tournament started? I think everyone knew they were capable of, of getting to the final. In in patches in the last couple of years, England have played some amazing rugby. I, I'm thinking particularly the um, away to Ireland in the opening round of the Six Nations and home to New Zealand in the first half at uh, Twickenham last year. It, it was always a case of, of, of how they would sort of deal with adversity when things don't go their way, that you saw them lose a very big lead uh, home to Scotland. That that was the sort of um, key concern, whether there was an underlying frailty there. But so far at the World Cup, they have, really haven't sort of shown that, that side of their game. A lot of credit has been given to Eddie Jones. I mean, where was this team when Eddie Jones took over and what do you make of the progress, Dan? Uh, I mean, they were at complete rock bottom, getting knocked out of your own World Cup in the pool stages. Confidence couldn't be lower. Um, the, the, the players had just lost all belief. And at the very first meeting, Eddie Jones came in and said, I look around this room and I believe we will win the World Cup in four years' time. I will, it will change you, your lives and it will change your family's lives. And I think a lot of coaches could come in and say that, but the fact that he'd actually sort of been there and done it, obviously been part of the box yep. uh, set up in, in 07, having gone gone to the final with Australia in in 2003 this really made that the players believe and then you had this this amazing run of 18 straight victories uh, uh, as soon as he took over and and they they seem to quietly be going about their business in especially in the pool stages nobody really noticed them they were not talking too much about them are they getting better with with each game yeah un- un- undoubtedly i mean i i think it, it the, the pool pool games against Tonga and, and, and USA, it's sometimes hard to look really good in, in those matches. The, the opposition make it very uh, niggly stop-start. Uh, but as as the sort of tournament's gone on, they've got progressively better, uh, pretty good against Argentina, uh, very good against Australia in the, in the quarterfinal, and then the the New Zealand semi-final was just a, a masterclass, the, the the best performance I think I've ever seen England deliver, and and, and particularly on, on that sort of stage as well. Mm. There are there are suggestions though that it, well a lot of people agree that it was the perfect game for from England, but there are suggestions mm. that they could have played the final maybe in that semi-final. Uh, do you agree with that? I, I can understand why people would say that because I think it's the World Cup. Oh no! Sorry, seem to have left at 
lost uh, rather Dan uh, Scorfield there, uh, who is uh, a rugby writer for the Telegraph, joining us all the way from England. He was actually at the World Cup, at the Rugby World Cup in Japan. He got back to England today. Uh, we had actually meant to speak to him yesterday, but he was traveling, and that's why he agreed to speak to us uh, today. That Dan Scorfield from the Daily Telegraph will try and get him back on the line. Don't worry, but I can see a lot of voice notes are still coming through about the Eben Etzabeth issue, so you can still keep them coming on 061 104107. And when we do, if we do, when we do get the chance to play them, uh, we're gonna go uh, to the voice notes. Remember, we still want to speak to um, Natasha Chickless, uh, who is uh, the chairperson of the Referees Committee at SAFA. We'll continue our discussion from last night about what transpired in that Sundowns Chiefs game and the statement that they released uh, today. Uh, we've got Dan back on the line. Apologies uh, for that, Dan. You were you were you were still saying to us you understand maybe the argument that they could have played the final before the final. Yes, so I I understand why that point's been made because since since the World Cup draw was made two and a half years ago, that so much focus was on playing New Zealand in the semi-finals. Obviously, assuming both both teams won their their groups, and Eddie Jones has, has effectively been planning that game in particular for 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 more than two years. However, what I would say if if you look at how the players reacted at final whistle they didn't go crazy with mm. their celebrations in the mix zone afterwards when, when you speak to the players they were incredibly calm and were trying not to make too much of this result or the performance because they, they said that it would mean nothing if they don't back it up next week so whilst I understand the theory the, 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 the playing group as a whole were very much the, the, the biggest game is, is clearly yet to come what did you make of the way they responded to the haka with that V shape? Is it something you've seen before? No, well, no, not like that. That there was a famous instance in I think '93 when uh, Richard Cockrell, uh, a quite abrasive England English hooker, got right into the face of um, Norm Hewitt, I believe it was, whilst he was doing the, the haka and. Uh, England went on to lose that game, so that didn't uh, really sort of count for much. But it it was very it was a very interesting um, challenge that they did. And I think if if you looked at the New Zealand players whilst it was going on, they were slightly confused. Mm-hmm. Certainly, the hacker certainly wasn't as sort of synchron perfectly synchronised as it normally was. So it, it's one of those things that if, if England had got um, thrashed. Uh, everyone would be saying, "Oh, why do they do that? They, they provoke the the beast." But as they went on to win, you can say it was a sort of uh, early psychological victory. There are suggestions that they could uh, be in trouble with old rugby. Have you had anything of that sort? Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll probably get a a, a small fine um, because they did encroach into the. Uh, all Blacks half, although Nigel Owens, that the, the referee was aware it was going to happen. Um, but with, with the RFU's turnover, I don't think that's going to be um, too much of a problem if, if, if they're fined five or, or, or ten thousand pounds. Okay, let's just go to the lines. We've got Juicia that's called us. He wants to talk about the final, and then we'll come to Colin. Juicia, good evening. Uh, good evening, Tabitha, and good evening to your guest. Um, Tabitha, firstly. Congratulations to, to both teams. And as a South African, I would love for Usia Kolisi and his team 
to bring the cup, especially here in Port Elizabeth, where he was born. But if I take my emotions out and, and, and analyze the game purely, I don't see us, the Springboks, between um, the England. If South Africa is one-dimensional, and we play with it forward. And if, if you watch England, they can match us pound for pound. Mm-hmm. Our kicking game is bad. And England has a, a very, very good kicking game. England can defend. And, and we've seen it against New Zealand. And, and South Africa has, has been a bit, a bit poor in defense. Our, our best game was against, was against Japan. And England could have, could have humiliated Japan the way they play against um against New Zealand. Mm. And England, in, in their forward, they have one of the best uh, locks who I told is you. And, and one of the best um, uh, in Tuku, in you, you'll translate in English, Ukari, and one of the best who in Uwatsin. And, and if, you, if you look all around the field, England mm. will match us, and they, they have something above us. Okay. So for me, personally, I don't see us beating England. Okay, Juicy. Yeah, thanks for that. We have to move on. Let's take Colin. Colin, uh, good evening. Thanks for joining us in Cape Town. Good evening. Good evening. You know something? Um, good evening to your guest, eh? Hello? Can you yes, good me? evening. We can hear you. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. You know, I can't understand we South Africans, especially our African brothers. When we left the shores here, there was no word, no mention that we stand a chance. Now that we are in a final, I could hear nothing else on our radio because it's clearly and the captain and the captain. Boker, go Boker, bring the cup home. Is that what we in Africa, we just want to back a winning team all the time? Back a winning team. Bring the cup home. Bring the cup home. I, I listen to your radio station and I listen to other radio stations. And you know something? Sio uh, Kalisi um, against uh, Wales. He was mentioned and play the recording, please. He was mentioned three times in that match. And if you watch the match properly, Pollard, it's a bit, and those guys were actually guiding the players. They were guiding. As Rossi Rasmus reckons, we've got about three captains in that team. Mm-hmm. Now, Sio Kalesi, now that we're in a final, the whole of South Africa, which is uh, 80-90% of a different race, it's all South Africa, Boca, Boca. But what's Boca, wrong Boca. with that? What, what's wrong with that, no, Colin? hang on. Doesn't, hang on. doesn't sport have the power to unite? Isn't this what, no, sport, yes, what sport is it about? Unites, it does. It does unite. But when we were in a quarterfinals, you never heard it on the radio the way you hear it today. But now we're in a final. You see, 
I think that's how the box would have wanted it, though, Colin. I really think that's how the box would have wanted it. I mean, we've gone through so much as a country. You'll appreciate that there's a lot of mistrust between some people in this country and the Springboks because of what happened in the past. But once a team is is winning, people are warming up to a winning team and everybody wants the team to win, regardless of how they feel about the team. But I think everybody wants the team to win. And I think it will be great for the country. It will be great for the dynamics of the country. And this is something that we should not be against, Colin, but something that we should embrace. Um, Dan, just back to you i mean what are you guys expecting i mean what are the english expecting from the spring box because we had the one caller here that said the box are one-dimensional and uh, england will will easily beat them um i don't think anyone here thinks it's going to be an easy victory england won't be able to do what they did to new zealand in terms of the way they they physically bullied them um there are obviously other ways england can play but if South Africa get the game on their terms with the the size of their the, their pack and the way Faf and Andre Pollard can sort of uh, put box kick up after box kick. Then it's it's going to be really really difficult. It will all be about who who's able to sort of dictate of the, the terms of the way the game's played. Finally, I believe you wrote a piece on Makazole Mapimpi and Kosa commentary. <laughs> Can you tell us more yeah. about that? Um, so I, I was researching an article um, about transformation uh, targets within South African rugby and maybe how Erasmus has, has, has taken that further than some of his predecessors. And yeah. I don't know how I got onto it on YouTube, but uh, I, I heard... Uh, the the commentary uh, for I think it was the Japan game when yes. uh, he, he scored two tries and it was the most both it was incredibly joyful but uh, I don't think I've ever heard commentary like it outside of the sort of South American football commentators but it was just the most uh, uh, wonderful thing I think all all, uh, all rugby commentary should should be done uh, in that manner. It's beautiful. We love it here. And it's, it's really, really ignited a lot of people that cross our commentary. And well done uh, to the guys. Dan, thank you for speaking to us. All the best for Saturday and may the best team win. Exactly. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you, uh, Dan Scoffold. is a rugby writer uh, for The uh, Telegraph, uh, joining us all the way from the UK. As I mentioned, we are still going to speak to Natasha Chiklis uh, just uh, to get her thoughts on what's been happening um, with the referees lately. A lot's been said and she's agreed to give us a few minutes of her time. Um, this is Lunga from the Western Cape. So I have a very... It's a bit disturbing. Choosing a side, I don't have a problem with. Um, Eben hasn't been charged with anything formally, still has to discuss his case, etc. But for Total Sports to make their decision now, I find very fishy. Reason being, they've allowed the whole World Cup to basically um, complete. We're in the last week of the World Cup, there's two matches left, and the, I, the posters that they're removing are the posters that were used to market the sale of Springbok jerseys and promote the World Cup. So now that they're done with the marketing material, which they I'm assuming they paid a pretty penny for, uh, they are now getting ahead of, 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 of the story, which is going to be Etzebeth's trial or whatever 
inquiry whatever happens with regards to the allegation that's been waived again i find okay thanks for, for for that we're gonna ask you to keep them short because we've had a lot of them coming through but our guest is holding on the line so uh, we have to speak to natasha chiklis after this break